acceptance. I'm going to start. And with I, okay. Um, and I. Did you know you can have it all in life? The confidence, the money, the freedom, the love, the passion for life. Welcome to the Let Yourself Shine podcast. This podcast will put you directly on track with your purpose, ignite who you are, and the life that you're meant to live. Thing though, what what actually is confidence? Because so many people want it, and it's you know, yeah, we want confidence, but what what is it? What is it again? I, well, I think it's a feeling. It <laughs> a is feeling. that feeling of State acceptance. Of it's that feeling of acceptance of accepting yeah. self, as we've said. Mm-hmm. It's being able to just um, own yourself, flaws and all. And, and be okay it's not second guessing yourself it's not resisting the um the evolution that we're all in yeah and i think often it comes down to just being okay with feeling afraid sometimes and knowing that we're we're all we're all just growing and we're all developing and and that sometimes the way that i describe it is that sometimes it's like walking through a muddy puddle yeah you feel resistance and you feel like um you want to run in the opposite direction especially when you're doing something new right but you just need to wade through and your confidence grows at the other side Mm -hmm. i had a bit of an epiphany because i used to struggle with confidence as well yeah years ago um i had this year uh this year where it was New Year's Eve and I was joining a gym. Yeah, as so many people do. Mm-hmm. And it was out of character for me because I don't know, I, I'm not a fitness uh, fanatic or anything. I thought, you know, that was going to be the year that I was going to be Wonder Woman or something, yeah, you know? Right, yeah. And, and so I found myself going to this this gym and I was on the treadmill and I kind of I was like running right, uh, along and I stopped in my tracks because I realized that I'd been thinking about confidence all wrong. And I had a bit of an epiphany because... I'd fallen into a trap that I see so many people falling into when they describe themselves as lacking in confidence. When we want to get fit, what do we do, right? We go to the gym or we work out. And we know that in order to get fit, we have to do something. We have to do an action and getting fit is the result of that action. Mm-hmm. We don't just sit on our sofa and go, oh, I'm sorry, I can't, I can't go running. I can't do anything because I'm not fit. Yeah, we expect... Um, fitness to be a result of the action right however when it comes to confidence we often just sit there and say no I can't speak in public I'd love to do that but I'm not confident or I can't do xyz I can't be on this podcast with the lovely Gabriella because I'm not confident <laughs> but the thing is that confidence comes as a result of action it's it's a, a great quote is confidence the memory of action that you have to do something in order to start growing your confidence just like getting fit you have to do something and often, and it's something that I talk about all the time, is it's the small steps that you take. You don't climb a mountain in one leap. You just take the tiny steps over and over again. And that all adds up. And before you know it, yeah, it's, it might not be instantaneous, but you are growing in confidence just by doing something, just by taking an action. That is very true. That is, that is very true. And, you know, just one step in the direction of your dreams can create more of a structure around you and and make you take you to the next level you feeling like you know if you're going after your dream uh, just taking one action can help you get there it's so true it changes the energy it, and it shifts you around your mindset but mm-hmm. yeah you know the and 
there are, cause uh, there are two tracks. I feel like those who, you know, there are two kinds of issues in my mind right now. Like the issues you can push past to grow your confidence and to take uh, those those actions, you know, feel the feel or fear and do it anyway. Or you, or there's the issues that paralyze you, where you're just like, I cannot move past this, or I'm gonna cry in front of everybody, and it's gonna look really bad on me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, what is your experience? Have you have you uh, heard, have you experienced these kind of issues, or you know, how do you go about fixing those, transforming those? And again, I go back to the smallest steps. So if you find you're in a situation where you think, actually, I really cannot do this. What can you do? What small step can you take in that moment? And if it's the case of actually, I just need five minutes. I just need five minutes to get my head together. Or I need, you know, some support right now. Or actually, I don't want to do it today. That's okay. You know, it's about uh, you're able to say no. Yeah. So if you're absolutely paralyzed, then you make yeah. a choice. It's not today. Today's not the day, but I'm going to choose something, um, a smaller step next uh-huh. time, just so that you get closer to that goal. But it's just about, again, it comes down to accepting what, it, what is it that you actually do want to do and mm-hmm. what, what is the smallest step that you can take right at that very moment. Yeah, that is good. And something I just, uh, I feel like it's always something I just learned, but you know, I feel like sometimes when you're on the, you step on your path, you know, you learn insights quickly or like quickly and you know, just keep coming because you're aligned, but uh, that it's okay for me to not do something. Um, no, it's not surprising that it means different things to, to different people. Yeah, it's a completely different interpretation depending on where you come from in terms of uh, your beliefs and your conditioning. Um, but for the main part, certainly what people have said to me is it's about just not feeling afraid. Yeah. Being able to stand up, owning your voice, being okay with saying anything that, that you feel like you need that needs to be said. It's about understanding yourself and um, not resisting that, that moment to actually step forward. Would you, would, is that what, how you describe confidence? Yes. Yeah. It is, um, resisted, not resisting. Like, you know, if you feel triggered or something, you feel like you want to go back into a ball, but let's see, how would I describe confidence? I I, I would describe just the state of what I want to be is my full self, my full expression. I know that there's something I need to work on when I sit, when I start feeling like I have these barriers or like these like it's like uh feels like something is in the way of me expressing myself the way I want to and I and it feels painful and it feels like I'm reaching for something you know there's that pull from and in exchange from me to somebody else sometimes I uh when I know I need to work on something and there's that pull of like I'm going to say something to you, but, you know, just confirm that you still like me. And, and most of that 90% has went away, but I know that, okay, that's a sign. I need to work on something again if this exchange keeps coming up because confidence is knowing that I can meet my own needs. I don't need anybody outside to meet them. So, yeah, what do you have to say about that? Absolutely. Yeah, I love that, that I can meet my own needs. Yeah. It reminds me of a, a quote by Maya Angelou, and I'm so going to butcher it now because, you know, it just comes from the Because we're having fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, about, it was something around, um, 
I belong to Maya. And I think it was that simple. It was like, actually, I don't, I don't need to prove myself to anybody else. I, I need all the, the only person that I belong to is myself. And it's about real um, self-ownership and, and being comfortable with your own skin, um, whatever that looks like. And it's that phrase, isn't it, about being unapologetically you. And it is, it's overused, yes, granted. However, it's so true. It's about being you and being perfectly okay with that. Yeah, I agree because uh, something, you know, they always say the parts that are broken are where you shine, but like, um, actually for me, I like, we'll say I just got into a relationship. I was alone for eight years. So no boyfriends or really nobody like could, I could never get it right. I was always chasing after guys and it was just, it was like, what's happened to me? So anyway, um, and so I learned just from being in this relationship for not too long that uh, really perfection is overrated and like just being um, yourself, just being not perfect is actually uh, perfect. I don't know. It never, it never made sense to me that, you know, don't bother being perfect because it, it'll never, you'll never get perfect. Perfection doesn't exist. But I truly in that moment of realization when, you know, I think we had a tit for tat and, and I just was really like, oh, man, I'm blowing it. And I was just like, uh, relationships or self-love, it's about acceptance of not being perfect. And there's something so beautiful about that when everything aligns and you finally understand that you're not meant to be perfect. And if you're not meeting your own, you know, if you're la you lacking, quote unquote, in some areas, you know, it's just beautiful. It's perfect. So I don't know. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> and you reminded me of something else that I, I think I read not long ago actually that perfection is interesting yeah, yeah. and that we love it when we see people being raw and being just being themselves and whatever that looks like you know just letting their own personality shine through in all of its you know imperfections and glory and and being just enjoying that because but why is that so hard why is that so hard to be to be what just to to be yourself i think yeah. probably people think actually we, we want to we want to be a little bit like them you know we see things in other people that maybe we feel as though we're lacking in ourselves so we're always striving for that that something different that little bit extra um rather than just leaning in to whoever you are and i think the time that you do that the time that you actually realize and maybe it just comes with it might just come with experience or just age or I don't, I don't know it, you know, one day all of a sudden you might just feel okay with, with yourself. And as I'm thinking and talking about it at the same time, I'm thinking maybe it's about um, just relaxing into it and not striving. Yeah. It's kind of exhausting, isn't it? It is. Trying I think it's too much. Yeah. yeah. It's something I just learned. I am, I was always striving the definition of striver reaching. How can I make them like me? How can I get more money? How can I do this, that, et cetera, promotion, be the best, be desirable, everything and be prettier, everything. So, uh, yeah. And I just learned one, somebody said to me, it was just a, again, a divine timing, like just stop striving so hard. And it just clicked like, yeah, why am I tooth and nail? working so hard for everything 
Exactly. And there's something great about working hard, isn't there? You know, it's great to achieve things, mm. but not at the expense of not being comfortable with who you are. You yeah. know, it's not about changing yourself and your, your personality. It's just about loving yourself, I think. There's an awful lot there about self-love and knowing that whoever you are, you know, whatever, whatever personality you've got, however you look, you know, all of that is great. It's just exactly how it's meant to be. Um, That's beautiful. And, yeah, and I really love the thought that there's actually only one you. You know, you're, you're, you are completely unique. Um, so you might as well be unique and own it. That's true. And uh, yeah, what you said about, you know, the light and being you, because in your imperfections, that's when you, uh, when you're just yourself, that's when the light can open up and you can truly shine and be who you are and have all of the power that you want when you are just yourself. You know, uh, sometimes I talk about a lot comparing because that was uh, something that was hard for me to release, which I've, I've done now. So, um, but that one was a really difficult one for me. And it's cause you know, the key to not comparing is saying, well, I'm not in my own life right now. You know, I'm in somebody else's life, like seeing what they're doing, <laughs> you know, why don't I just focus on me? But, uh, I, you know, I can remember being like, you know, not too long ago, I want to be like them. What are they doing? you know, and it decreases my power and suddenly I'm as tiny as an ant. But if I were to just stand in who I am, just be okay with my flaws or perceived flaws or, oh, they're not going to like me if this and this, and just open up and be uniquely myself, that's when you attract people like a magnet. That's what I've learned. Is that your Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Love that. And yeah. who doesn't? You know, I love people like that. I love people just being themselves. Nobody wants to be around somebody who's fake, you know, and just yeah, trying too hard. But also just to double back on what you said about comparing yourself. I I always I used to struggle with compare, comparing myself too. And then one day I realized that actually it was a gift. So every time I found myself comparing, I realized that it gave me the power to think a little bit bigger. So when I found somebody doing something that I wanted to do or that was a bit further on than me, I was really grateful that they'd given me the opportunity to think bigger. And it was something else to put my vision board. It was something else to put, you know, in um, no yeah. on my goal list because maybe I didn't realize that I wanted it that bad. Uh -huh. um, and I also love the idea of somebody going first because it means that it's possible now. Yeah, yeah that's helpful. They, they have paved the way. I, I always, I used to struggle with compare, comparing myself too. And then one day I realized that actually it was a gift. So every time I found myself comparing, I realized that it gave me the power to think a little bit bigger. So when I found somebody doing something that I wanted to do or that was a bit further on than me, I was really grateful that they'd given me the opportunity to think bigger. And it was something else to put my vision board. It was something else to put, you know, in, in no yeah. And my goal is uh, somebody always has to go first, right? Right. So, and we're going first for other people. You know, there's people looking at you right now going, oh my word, I'd love to have a podcast like Gabriella. I'd love that. Um, <laughs> so and you, you are paving the way. But when I look at other people who are further ahead, I think, you know, thank God that somebody else is doing that because now I know it's possible for me. Somebody's already done that. Um, so I just like to reframe it a little bit. And as soon as I did that, I kind of enjoyed it more. It didn't become something that I avoided. It became something that was helpful to me. 
Yeah, that is, that is helpful. I have tried doing that. Um, you know, that's re when I see somebody doing something that I want to do. I'm like, you know, it's easy to say, like, we're talking about uh, when I see somebody doing something I want to do, it's easy to say, that's my topic. I do relate, like, this is my thing. When it's really a whole, you know, we're all teachers and we're all uh, on different paths, but kind of on the same path. We're all teachers to each other. But um, when I would try to say, like, they're doing what I'm, or, um, what was it? They are a reflection of what's to come for me. For some reason, that still couldn't lift the hook, you know, out of that, like out of their energy. But, you know, what really worked for me was saying, like, stay in your own life. You know, I'm not in my own life right now. I'm in their life. <laughs> stay in your own life. And, and I love people doing the same thing as me because I don't want to serve like 7 billion people, right? Right. I have the time and energy to do that. Exactly. And so I think the more people that have got access to people who've got the same message that I've got and the same values, so much the better, you know, and, and people bring different flavors and different take on things. And yeah, but I just have this abundance mindset. So there's, in, there's enough to go around. There is. Yeah. And I, it, I recently realized, um, you know, it does, I've heard the saying, it takes a lot of people to make a change. And, uh, you know, or say, yeah, that's my thing. But now um, I don't do that. I embrace everybody else because it takes a lot of people to lift the ceiling. And right now I think the people who are meant to be called to make a change are all making a change. So we're all in this as brothers and sisters lifting the ceiling. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so yeah. What? Um, yeah. So I just want a little bit about your story. How did you get into becoming a growth mindset coach? So um, I've been in the people development space for over 20 years now. So pretty much all of my career. And I started out in corporate. I did 12 years in corporate doing uh, people development for two really large retailers here in the UK. Uh -huh. And then um, in 2010, back in the last recession, I decided that, that was the time that I was going to jump ship and start my own business. Um, it was always something that I wanted to do. And I always kind of knew that I'd, that I'd know when the time was right. Yeah. So, and one day I thought, well, actually, if I can make it in the recession, I can do it anytime. You know, there's no, no uh, reason to be worried about it. Mm -hmm. so I jumped ship and I started a training consultancy for, mm -hmm. and I did that for five years, which was so much fun. And after five years, I realized that actually I loved working with individuals it wasn't so much about groups it well i still work with groups but rather than i didn't want to work with um large organizations anymore i want to work with the individuals um right. just so that i could start to make an impact and i was getting asked a lot more about um just coaching yeah can can i work with you one-to-one -one because i want to okay. work on my confidence i find uh -huh. myself back i've got some imposter syndrome popping up you know i want to find my voice all of those kind of things exactly and it was just the start of a, a fantastic journey. So I've been doing that uh, full time since 2015. Yeah. It's all pretty much the same journey. You know, when you follow the breadcrumbs, um, it's funny how it all leads you to where you yeah. are. I know. Yeah. I, yeah, I would, I, I agree. Like uh, I stumbled on that too. When you follow the breadcrumbs, like you said, it leads you, life just takes you to through all these experiences, kind of like a roller coaster where, and what you're meant to learn, you will learn. Did you find it was like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. And it wasn't all plain sailing, you know, there were so many exciting opportunities and just 
real learning opportunities about myself because yeah. when you and I'm sure you've found this when you start working with people especially one-to-one um, you really have to dig deep and learn about yourself as well because things pop up for you sure. um, and <laughs> and I really loved that journey I yeah. loved you know the fact that it was constantly developing that you were constantly growing and evolving um, I also love seeing people start to make that shift change mm-hmm. you know go from being somebody who would describe themselves as lacking in confidence to all of a sudden doing amazing things um and that just never gets dull it just never gets dull it's my why every single day wow yeah that's truly amazing and you can tell you're so passionate about it right now like uh, even in this moment so let's see i do want to know another